0: Well, good morning, are y'all enjoying the spring weather out there? Yeah, it's a trick, don't fall for it, it's, it's not spring. Good to see all of you here today, you know, we, we all have them, don't we? I mean, we start off with parents, so right away there's an authority in our life and then we graduate to babysitters, coaches, teachers, and when we've really arrived, the creme de la creme, we get bosses, isn't that awesome? Yes, we have authorities in life. And you know what? If you stop and think about it, the very best of them, they're going to be wrong sooner or later. They're going to be wrong. They're going to be unfair, maybe even mean. Maybe even one of these authorities in your life is the devil himself. Do you know who I'm talking about? Is somebody coming to your mind right now? You know, it's, uh, it's true all across this room, folks. At the very minimum, we have a bad memory, don't we? We have a bad memory of, of an authority in our life. Somebody who in that position of authority treated us wrongly, did something unfair. And that's the best case scenario. Then at the very worst, we have a bad memory. Some of us right here, right now, today have a life that has been significantly impacted, negatively impacted in, by a person that had authority over us. And, and yet God says we are to honor authorities. I mean, let's be honest, that's hard to imagine in some places. You know, I think, I think maybe the toughest set of verses to get in the Bible are all those that deal with us forgiving somebody, right? But I think a close cousin to forgiving is, is giving honor. You know, I'm trying to imagine what it would have been like if a group of soldiers had come into my home, taken maybe my mate or, or one or all of my children covered them in oil, and set them on fire. Not, not as a part of a war or some kind of political statement like we've seen recently, sadly, in this world. But no, it was a much more frivolous reason than that. It, just silliness, really. They would use my family as human torches for a garden party in the evening. So- sound horrific? Sound maybe even inappropriate to, to have us try to imagine that on a Sunday morning in, in church? Because you see, if you lived in Rome, it didn't take any imagination at all. Because that's exactly what was happening to people in the church in Rome under the, the reign of the emperor Nero. So I'm, I'm trying to imagine, you know, that, that, that has just happened in my life. That has just happened the last week, the last couple of weeks in, in my home. And I'm, and I'm sitting in church and of course that's happened. I mean, every song I cry, every prayer I start to cry. And and then the pastor gets up and he begins to read and and he says, hey, guys, we've gotten this new letter from the Apostle Paul. And he begins to read what we've come to know as Romans. And he gets near the end of it in chapter 13. Now remember what's just happened in my life. And he reads, be subject to the governing authorities. What? What? submit myself subject myself to to that to them what are you talking about God well folks that's what we're going to try to understand this morning what what does God mean when he calls you and me to honor what does that mean when there's a lot of dishonorable authorities out there Let's start by just getting a little a little foundation here that indeed God wants us to honor. I want to show you not only a, a number of verses to hear God consistently calling us to this, but also different peoples, different authorities in our lives. And you'll see God calling this in our lives over and over and over. One, the first one we're very familiar with comes to us from the Ten Commandments, Exodus chapter 20. Honor your father and mother that your days may be long in the land that the Lord your God is giving you. And then our second passage, the one I just referred to, Romans 13. And folks, when you think about honoring under a government, there hasn't been in the history of mankind a much worse government than when this verse was written and God delivered it to a group of Christians in Rome. Let every person be subject to the governing authorities, for there is no authority except from God. That's a that's a phrase we have to grasp and, and try to understand. Therefore, whoever resists the authorities resists what God has appointed. And those who resist incur judgment. The verse just gets harder to understand as it goes, doesn't it? Our next passage, Colossians. Now you see the word bond servants. You see down here the word masters. In Rome, there was slavery. And so that's what in the context of Rome, that's what this is writing to. Now in Rome slavery, that was probably a lot closer on a spectrum to our idea of employer and employee than it was maybe what we would think of when we hear the word slavery. We think of American slavery in the 1800s. That was not. Quite the situation they were in. This really was a lot more like an employee employer. So bond servants, employees, obey in everything those who are your earthly masters, not by way of eye service, people pleasers. Listen, don't just do a good job when the when the boss is in the office that day. Don't just do a good job when he's watching you. But I mean, really mean it. I mean, with sincerity of heart, really mean to do a good job whether he's watching or not, because regardless of whether he's watching the Lord is. I mean, that, that's really who your boss is at the end of the day. That's the ultimate authority at the end of the day. And then our last passage, 1 Thessalonians concerning pastors. We ask you, brothers, to respect those who labor among you and who are over you in the Lord and admonish you and to esteem them very, 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 super, very highly in love because of their work. I think it's my favorite verse in the Bible. Maybe a memory verse for all of us. What do you think? Well, I'll memorize it this week and come back to it. Hey, you know what, folks? When I, when I made that comment a moment ago about, you know, forgiving is a, is a tough set of verses. You start reading through verses like this. And, and for some of us, we think about a, a parent. We think about a certain boss, maybe a teacher, a coach. And, and, and we hear this and we, and we think, man, that's What? Folks, let's remember our goal. The goal is not giving honor to a particular person. That's not the end game. Folks, the goal is God honoring us. Remember the, the principle that's been laid out for us, the promise that God has given us, honor me and I will honor you. I've kind of reshaped that verse today in light of our topic this morning. Honor authorities in your life and God will honor you. Hey, I, I, I want to be honored, and that's okay, because God has given me that as an option. God has given me that as an opportunity. And so he comes to me, comes to you, and he says, hey, Randy, of course, if he's coming to you, he wouldn't say Randy, but to me, he does. He says, hey, Randy, do you want me to honor you? You want, you want me to make your life of value? Do you want me to make it significant? And I think, uh, yeah, Lord, do that. And he says, okay, well, here's how this works. You honor me. You give weight and value to my word, to my desires, to, to the way I think, and then I'll, I'll do that in your life. And what we see from his word, folks, is God's will, God's word, God's desire is that we honor authorities. And I, I don't know of any other way to understand that than all authorities, And certainly the ones we saw just in the few passages, pastors, uh, bosses, governing authorities, the home. I mean, three of those four of those passages are referring to institutions that God designed, that God called into being, the home, the church, the government. And so we are to honor these. Now, why is that? Why is this so big to God? Why is this so important to God? Well, let's start with that first command to honor the first one given and would you believe it's given to a child that the very first command that a child cuts its teeth on is that is that command to honor your mom and dad obey your mom and dad now think of the home as an environment a a laboratory that's going to prepare you for life and so God comes to this little child and says okay here's what I want you work you got one command make this one work honor your parents now here again, right away, we hear a command like that. And don't we just kind of run to the exceptions? What about, Lord? What, what, what about the abusive ones? What about the, the ones who abandon? What about the bad ones? What about the unbelieving ones? What about the ones who make us do bad things? Hey, I got a better question for you. What about the best ones? What, what about the very best parents? Because they're going to be wrong. I, I, they're, they're going to make an unfair call. Sooner or later, they're going to wake up in a bad mood, Right? Yeah, I mean, not I never have, but I'm sure one day it will happen. One day I will wake up in a, in a bad mood. And, and yet God says honor, honor us, honor the parent even in that situation. You know, but think of it, this is the command, it's always quoted as saying the one that comes with a promise. Honor your parents and it will go well with you. Do you see what God's doing? There's a little bit of a logical flow that God is setting up. Listen, if you can learn to obey here, If you can learn to obey in this situation, you're going to learn to obey in all situations and it's going to go well with you because obedience brings blessing. You just got to learn the secret to obedience. Well, okay, so what's the secret to obedience? What did I learn obeying my my mom and dad to honoring my parents when they weren't always honorable? What did I learn? Here's the secret. Obeying God can't be based on the deservedness of others. Obeying God cannot be based on the deservedness of others. Folks, commands really fall in two categories. There's all the commands that kind of guide and direct our relationship with God. Praise the Lord. He always deserves it, right? Say yes. Yes. Okay, good. But then we've got a whole bunch more commands, maybe even the majority of commands in Scripture that are guiding our relationships with other human beings on the planet. And we're given all kinds of commands. Honor, honor them, forgive them, love them, serve them, encourage them, help them. All these commands. And so you and I, because we love God, we go out onto the world, onto the big blue marble, and we start to, to do all of this. And pretty soon we realize there is a common denominator with all of them. They're all sinners. So sooner or later, guess what? They don't deserve it. They don't deserve for you to honor, to forgive them, to serve them, to love them, to help them, to encourage them. That's, that's always going to be true. They don't deserve it. This is where I, I've said in the past before, folks, there's no if with God's commands. It, it doesn't ever say honor them If. Forgive them if, serve them if, encourage them if, help them if. Do you know why there's no if? Because if there was, we'd always grab the if. We'd always apply the if and we'd never actually get around to obeying God. Do you know who loses in that situation? Us. Folks, honoring isn't something we're just giving and they win. Forgiveness isn't something we give to them and they win. Serving isn't something we give to them and they win. Folks, obedience brings God's honor, God's blessing into our lives. We honor because it honors God. Listen, in in all of these things, whether you're talking about a husband and a wife, a a family of four, a classroom, a, a ball field, the workplace society for it to work it takes a structure it, it takes there, there needs to be an order there needs to be a structure for it to work and so God comes to you and me believers who know how good he is who trust him who have heaven where ultimately everything gets fixed he comes to us and he says here's what I want you to do I want y'all to take the lead in respecting the structure i want y'all to take the lead in honoring authority in obeying authority i want you to show the rest of the world that that my way works and so we're not doing we're not honoring because they deserve it we're honoring because god deserves it and because it gives us the best chance at the environment we want now us doing that won't always fix the environment Us doing that won't always change that person in authority, but you know what, it still gives us the best opportunity for change. I'll tell you what never makes it better, disrespect, disobedience, dishonoring. That not only never fixes anything, that almost always makes things even worse than they were. So so God is giving us a way to honor him a way to create the best environment for ourselves, as bad as that environment might be. Now, we also need to understand when we say honor, okay, and we're, again, I'm sure a person, a political figure, a teacher, a parent, somebody comes to your mind thinking, no way, not them. Okay, honoring doesn't have to mean we applaud and, and, and when they enter the room, oh, you're the best ever. You're the greatest thing since sliced bread. Okay, hey, there are some people we wouldn't mind doing that for, Right? Think of honor as on a spectrum. On one end are people you love to honor. I hope it is a parent. Uh, certainly a pastor, right? Uh, hey, way, way to go. All right. You know, so yeah, there, there's, a, there's a parent, there's a pastor, a president, a governor, a teacher, a coach. There are certain authorities in our life. If you think about it, we have more today because of them. They've used their authority to build something, to create something that that blesses us, that helps us. We have thrived under that authority. Now, with that authority, you know what my challenge is? To figure out 101 ways to honor them because I want to. I want to honor them 101 ways. I can't get to enough ways to honor that person. But then there's the other end of the spectrum. Not 101. I'm trying to figure out one way. And folks, that's what this command is dealing with. This command isn't saying that you and I would have the same sense of joy, the same sense of excitement as we do down here with this one that we would want to honor 101 different ways. It realizes here, honoring may be just fighting through the one way we would try to honor that person, their their position, their role. You know, honoring them, what, what honoring them may be is that we'd be willing to pray for them. Ask God's blessing. Ask God's guidance. Ask God's favor on them. Ask God's help for them. You, you know what? The way we honor them may be because a lot of times they're really bad character like that. There's a lot of people around them that don't like them either, right? And everybody gets going and talking it up about how awful, how bad, yada yada yada. We're going, you know, you know what? I'm going. To, how I'm going to honor that person? I'm not going to join the conversation. Not because the conversation's not true. <laughs> not because the conversation is not right. Because of the reality that God says that conversation is not going to fix anything. That conversation is not honoring, respecting. So you see, there there can be a difference in the way we honor. On this end, it's just that maybe we don't do certain things that would seem to be very, very natural. But folks, we we honor because he deserves it. We honor because it gives us our, our greatest opportunity for the environment we want, even when it doesn't fix it. You know, I think maybe Romans chapter 12 kind of gives us a running start at how to handle dishonorable authorities. I mean, we've had them in our life. If you haven't, there's a good chance you will somewhere. Okay, so how do we handle that? Romans chapter 12, 17 and 19. Look at this. Give thought. Now, folks, that's a command. All right? that, that's God commanding you. Okay, so you and I have to respond. We we have to do this. As you you head into the classroom tomorrow, the workplace, as you head out onto the ball field, as you head into whatever has a structure, you have to give thought. You're you're to stop and think, okay, as I enter this place, how do I give honor here? What what, what is it God's calling me to do that would show honor, that would give honor, that would give respect? Give thought to what is honorable. And look at this phrase, in the sight of all. We're going to come back to that. If possible... So far as it depends upon you. I love this phrase, if possible, so far as it depends on, upon you. Because God is just acknowledging for us, hey, you know what? It's not always possible. There's going to be some places where you fully obey me. You fully do what you should do in that situation. And it's not going to make it better. It is not going to change that person. It is not going to change that environment. But you, okay, I'm not talking about the environment. I'm not talking about that person. You make sure you live peaceably with all. Beloved, never. Man, I thought we were never supposed to say never. I guess God can say never, right? Never avenge yourselves, but leave it to the wrath of God. Four simple principles I think we can take from this passage. Let's look at this. Number one, think on honoring first. Whatever I'm going to do, and when I say whatever I'm going to do, let's be honest, folks. We're we're on the road to honoring, and we're dealing with a dishonorable authority. Usually what we're trying to do is figure out where the exit ramp is, right? Where, where can I stop honoring? Where where can I get off this road? Listen, wherever this is going to end up, whatever you're going to do, the first thing you're going to do is make sure you are fully planted on a road that honors Whatever exception might be out there, we want to deal with that from a position of obedience. We want to deal with that from a position of honoring. Remember, you got to engage the principle. you got to be living the principle before you can even begin to look at or think if there's any kind of exception to the principle. So think on honoring first. Number two, and by the way, two, three, and four, all, I think, are God giving us something to look at other than the person that's dishonoring. Because let's be honest, that's what our eyes are on, right? Our eyes are on that person that is hurting us, that is abusing us, that is lying about us, that is keeping us from advancing, that is keeping us from, you know, they have the ability to have some kind of control over our lives and it's, it's hurting. And so God it, has called us to honor. And in these next couple of things, he's giving us something else to look at. Other than that person that is dishonoring. The first thing he says is realize that honoring is a witness to the authority. We, we have another motivation here. Remember what he said. Think. Give thought to what is honoring in the sight of all. When I'm honoring, I'm being a witness to that authority. When I'm honoring, I'm being a witness to all who are observing. Now, in some cases, nobody's observing. And in, in some cases, nobody else knows what is going on. But in those places, we're a witness. Folks, that's the only reason you're on this planet. We're going to we're gonna worship on this planet, but we're going to worship in heaven too. We're left on this planet to be a witness. We said that last week. I want to be a representative of God's word, a representative of God's way, and ultimately a representative of the gospel, right? Okay, well, folks, God is saying, hey, listen, in that place that is so dishonoring, in that place there's so much pain, here's another motive. Here's another thing to focus on. That's an opportunity for you to be a witness. Number three. You honor God when you do your part. Now, the reason I like, again, that, that if so far as it depends upon you, here you and I, we're, we're, we usually try to plug in an equation, right? Okay, I want this thing fixed. I come to God's word. It says, okay, do this. Okay, so if I do this, if I obey God and do this, I expect there to be something good, don't you? The answer is yes, you do. Yeah, none of you are banged just for the fun of it. Yeah, you obey, hey, if I go here, if I do this, if I give this, then out on the other end is supposed to pop my little trinket, right? I mean, yeah, we do this so something works. Okay, God has already said it may not work. You're honoring me, you're honoring that authority may not change that authority, may not fix the situation. Okay, well, if the equation doesn't work, what do we usually do then? We stop using the equation. Well, this didn't fix anything, so I'm not doing that anymore. No, no, no. God says, stay in there. The the equation isn't what happens to the other person. When you honor me, you get credit for that. It's not based on what the other person does. When you honor me, you win. Now, if we're honest, we say, well, Lord, it sure doesn't feel like I'm winning. (laughs) Lord, it sure doesn't feel like there's a victory there just when I honor you and they don't get changed. Well, folks, another end of this to remember is number four. Bad authorities are going to stand before the wrath of God. It doesn't just say they're going to stand before God. They're going to stand before the wrath of God. You know, I, I, I know there's some folks in here. I would imagine a lot of us, as I said at the beginning, we've got a bad memory. We have a bad moment back there with an authority. I know there's some in here hurting much deeper than that. It, it may be something that happened 27 years ago uh, under the hand of an authority. It may be something going on right now. And it's, it's very painful. It's affecting your life. You feel trapped. You feel controlled. You feel abused. I mean, and, and they're getting away with it. I mean, for all you can tell right here, right now, they're totally getting away with it. No, they're not. It might look like they're getting away with something for a moment. But they will stand before the wrath of God for what they did. You know, folks, I know when we go through verses like this, a message like this, I I think there's a tendency to say, well, well, pastor, you need to hear my story. Because if you hear my story, if you hear how bad it can be, how bad someone can be then surely you'll get that this clearly cannot have to apply to me you know I, that's where i say I, you know what first of all i'm not the decider of whether your story's bad enough or not i'm not i'm not the decider of okay you you don't have to obey i, I don't get to do that i know what god said first give thought to honoring figure out how you honor in that situation and then I would say, secondly, man, if you're trying to fit God, where are you in this? Should you not be protecting? Should you not be providing? Should you not get me out of this? Hey, hey listen, you can always talk to God about that. James chapter one, verse five says, hey, do you want to know God's will? Do you want to know what God wants for your lives? Ask him. He will gladly answer you. He wants you to know what to do. He wants you to know how to handle that. Listen, honoring Honoring doesn't mean we're okay with people doing wrong. Honoring doesn't mean we do wrong because somebody in authority over us tells us to do wrong. Honoring doesn't mean we don't get out from under the wrong if given that opportunity. And certain scenarios, certain structures, you can get out from under that. Nothing wrong with doing that. But we honor first. We're a people of honor Listen, in closing, I think maybe we should say something to all the authorities in the room. We're, we're talking about this like we're all under authority and indeed we are. But you know, a lot of us are an authority. We're, we're a, parent. a lot of us are parents. And then, and then some of us are bosses. We've got a handful of pastors running around here. We've got some teachers, some coaches, some, some police officers. You know, I, I think there's something we should all gra- kind of grapple with for a moment. God is gonna hold you accountable For the fact he told someone to honor you. You you are a a manager. I like to use the word steward. Usually we hear that word we think of money. And we are a steward of money. But folks, we're a steward of everything in life. You are a steward. You are a manager of the honor God told that child. You're a a manager of the honor that God told those people to give you. I mean, that, that should... I think that should weigh heavy on us shouldn't it man I I pray all the time I mean like weekly Uh, our our staff prays we talk about this I believe y'all do are like a plus home run job at honoring your pastors we feel very honored very loved very supported very trusted and on one hand I say that's cool on another hand I think that is a horrible burden I don't want to take advantage of that. I don't want to abuse that. God, help me to be wise with the honor this church is giving, with the, with the respect. But it shouldn't just be a pastor that prays that, right? Shouldn't it be a boss, a teacher, a police officer, a, a coach? We're going to be held accountable Every one of us that holds a position of authority, we're going to be held accountable for that. You know, Colossians 3.21 and 4.1, uh, this one aimed more at parents and this one more at um, employers. But again, they're both principles that apply in all scenarios. God says, I didn't give you authority to break people. I didn't give you authority to exasperate and to frustrate. You were given authority. I told people to honor you. You're supposed to use that to build, build a life, build, build an environment. He also says in the verse, hey, listen, I, I realize in a human structure on earth, there's kind of, you know, people up here and then people here, people, I put some people on top. Okay, well, get over that thought standing before me, because before me, everyone is equal. Before me, there's, there's no hierarchy. So those of you who think you're kind of at the top of the food chain, you better start leading and acting like you're going to be standing before me and everybody's equal. We're responsible for the favor the, the honor that God has called people to give us. You know, folks, it, it's, it, its a challenging set of verses. And this is where a lot of us will not understand what God is doing, not like what God is doing, not, not agree with what God is doing. But maybe if nothing else, remember this: God knows what it feels like in the person of Jesus Christ. Jesus placed himself under authority and that authority lied about him, that authority lied to him, that authority misrepresented him, that authority physically abused him, and ultimately that authority what? Killed him. God does know where you are. He does know what it's like to have authority abusing and taking advantage. I can't explain why some of those things happen. I can't tell you, oh, here's, here's God's big purpose. Here's, here's God's grand scheme. I, I can't answer that all the time. But I know this. Honor serves what God is doing in this world. Honor serves his purposes. When we honor authorities, we're honoring God. We're honoring what he's doing. And that just plain wins in the end. Let's pray. Lord, I do pray specifically for for anyone in this room right here, right now, that is uh, just really on the short end of the stick with an authority right now. Uh, there, there, there's hurt, there's unfairness, maybe they're losing something. God, I've, I pray first of all, according to Scripture, you'd give them eyes to see what they can be and do in that moment, how they can honor you and that's a win, how they can be a witness. Lord, how, they, how that is going to bring about the best environment. God, give them eyes to see the greater thing that can be happening even in the moment of, of suffering and loss. God, for those really suffering under that, I I pray for a way out. Lord, I pray you'd give them wisdom. First in how to honor and then second, what is a right and maybe appropriate way to be protected, to to find safety uh, out from under that. But Lord, as we want the outs, as we want the exceptions, I just pray you'd build in our heart a, a, a people who would honor. Lord, I, I think it's true of all mankind. I think it's true of all nations because it's, it's sin, it's rebellion. We rebel against you. We rebel against the ultimate authority. So I know it's in everyone everywhere. But Lord, I, I want to confess to you, I think I'm a part of a nation that despises authority. The, the character of America is has become a hatred for authority and it's not leading us anywhere good. So God, would you give us wisdom, give us opportunity to honor and to give respect at school, at work, in the church, in society and may it give us an opportunity to be a witness for you how good and perfect you are, how good and perfect your ways are. It's in Jesus' name we ask for your help in this. Amen.